What do you do when you're totally lost? You don't know where you are. You don't know how you got here. You don't know who you are. And you sure as heck don't know what you're supposed to do next. Hi, welcome to another episode of Business Mindset Mastery. I'm Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and performance coach. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. You can always find me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And I've been thinking recently about um, kind of like a mindset tip, if you will. Um, Some people would call them mindset hacks, but I hate the word hacks. So I'm going to throw a mindset tip or strategy your way. But if you like the word hack, go by all means and consider it a mindset hack. But I was thinking about um, some of the themes and discussions I have with clients and the work that I do with them. And I was thinking of different phrases and examples that seem to come out of my mouth on repeat. And those of you who have listened to my show for a while know that I do tend to go round and round and repeat myself a time or two. But I also think that standard themes, ideas, and concepts can emerge. And one of the things I don't think we think or talk often enough about is who are we on the other side of a mindset problem? Who are we after a period of hard? A lot of times when people do a huge chunk of work and they've figured out their block, they've figured out their resistance, they've moved past it, they pushed to the other side, they found resolution and they've solved all the problems, that's when they start to get crippled with self doubt again. That's when they start to be like, I don't know where I am. I don't know who I am. All of this stuff is coming my way. And I'm really not sure what I'm supposed to do. The initial response to that feeling lost, feeling unsure, the sort of doubt creeping back in often is this idea of, hey, Heather, I think we need to get back in touch. I think I'm, you know, I think I'm backsliding. I think I took a step back. I, I think that I've kind of lost my way a little bit. And a lot lot of times it ends up feeling like you've just slid back right back to where you started that you didn't really um you you didn't really solve anything you're still the same person etc cetera, etc cetera. when in actuality the reason why you're feeling lost the reason why you're feeling stuck and unsure is often because on the other side of heart after you've done the work after you've done the truth telling and set the boundaries and had the hard conversations and overcome the obstacles you're not the same person You feel lost because you don't know who you are anymore. Who are you on the other side of hard? Who are you now that you're a survivor? Now that you didn't just survive, but you opted to thrive? Who are you now that you like reached for that brass ring, grabbed it, went after it, and kept on going? When I think about some of the hardest things in my life, some of the things that have just brought me to my knees, The examples that immediately come to mind are when my husband got hurt and he he first suffered his spinal cord injury. And then 10 years later, he was sick for most of 2015 and required several hospitalizations, several surgeries, and then was in um, a a rehab facility and out of our house for six weeks. Um, And I, I think of those really hard times. And then, of course, I think about the move to California. 
and how I I just didn't think I was capable of leaving my people. I didn't think I knew how to be happy without um, my best friends within arm reach of me. And I, I think of each of those kind of milestones. And of course, we all wish that milestones and markers weren't always marked by tragedy, sadness, and loss. But I, I do think that that happens sometimes for people. And what is really clear to me that the after effects, that reverberating, I think I might have said that word wrong, but that like ripples to wave, that stone in the water where things feel a little unrest, it's because I'm on the other side of doing something, surviving something that I didn't think I could. So as a result, I don't look at the world the same way. I don't look at situations the same way. Things that used to bother me don't bother me anymore. But sometimes as a result, it can feel hard to make a decision because I, I think we have our pattern ways of being. Like I remember actually in 2015, like this, this is making me giggle. I'm sorry. But I remember in 2015, the difference that like a significant thing about me that had changed between 2005 and 2015 is I had gotten healthy in that 10 years. I had lost um, like 50 pounds. I was working out regularly. Um, I was eating fairly well. I, I was one of those people who like followed the rules Monday through Friday and then ate what she wanted on the weekends. Um, and, uh, with my husband so sick and staying in a hospital, like my old school instinct was emotional eating. Like I wanted the chocolate croissant at Aubon Pond. I wanted the, you know, I wanted the two cookies on my way to the hospital room. That like gut instinct of emotional eating really kicked in, but it was my bot new body memory and my new body habit to to like avoid those things. And so like I I found myself, this is so dumb and off point, but now that I started, I might as well continue. Like I found myself like in with in the hallway of a waiting room or something while he was having some procedure or something, eating a container of yogurt and starting to weep because I didn't know who I was now that I wasn't someone in those situations that ate chocolate um, and that like went for the cookies and the pastries and the bread. And so it just felt so unfamiliar and so out of my skin. And one of the things that I learned from that is that when you go through hard, when you make impossible decisions and say impossible things and just live life bravely, you have to follow that period of time with a check-in. And a lot of, you've heard me say on repeat on this show, like know who you are, know how you move through the world and the way you want your life to be and choose accordingly. But I also think that sometimes we can't do that kind of work by sitting and thinking. It doesn't get us anywhere. We just go round and round and round and it feels like a journal, but like, what's the point of it and where are we going with it and what's the resolution? Sometimes we have to do something that reminds us of us. A ritual, um, something that we've always enjoyed doing, our favorite movie, our favorite music playlist. Um, For me, when I was back east, one of the things that I regularly did it makes me like so like sort of sentimental and emotional just thinking about it. But um, I 
after grad school. So we're going, um, uh, I guess like, uh, I was 22 at the time. And for a period of time for four years, I had my own apartment, um, adjoining, um, a group of men with disabilities. And so I, I immediately left grad school and went right into this work where I had like this professional responsibility. Um, and then I also had another job because my, my live-in job paid for my apartment, but not my, my work. So it was like work, work, work heavy for four years. And I didn't really know who I was other than the person who worked. And then when I was 26 or so, I guess, I stayed at that job for about four years. So when I was 26, I finally got out of that job and moved to my own first apartment with no other responsibilities like a normal person might do, where they just live and go to work and they don't live at work and then also work. And I look at that period of time from like 26 or so in this small town apartment. I can picture it. I, I'm sitting here just closing my eyes. I can picture every detail about it as if it was yesterday. And that is the place where I found myself. That is the place where I figured out who I was when I wasn't a social worker, when I um, wasn't, you know, saving the world's children and running out after kids and doing all kinds of nonsense. I was single. I was on my own. I was really starting to connect with what good adult um, friendships with women could be, what a, a good, solid, healthy relationship with myself could be. I, I just, I figured out in that place, in that apartment, that happiness is a choice and you have to choose it every day. So for a while when I was back east and I didn't know like, how am I going to make sense of this or what the hell am I going to do and how can I figure this out? Every time I was unsure and I had moved from that apartment, I drove back to the parking lot of that apartment. And I looked in the building. I didn't look in the window of my exact apartment because that would have been creepy. Um, but I went back to the parking lot and I would get centered. I would remind myself of the things I came to know about myself, the values I had, the the sort of way I made decisions when I was leaving my corporate job and starting my private practice. I must have gone to that parking lot once a week to just really be still with who I am. The other thing that I always liked to do when I was kind of unsure is I was somebody who needed to get in the car and move and drive. So I would drive to New Hampshire and I would go through the mountains and I drive through back country roads. So anytime I was unsure, I would just, it would be me, uh, a good sweatshirt. <laughs> it doesn't, sweatshirts don't really work in California unless you're like in, you know, December, January, but back East, it was awesome with a good cup of coffee. And I would listen to my favorite play tunes and I would just get centered. I, you know, I liked doing things with my hands and crafts. So I would find myself doing those things. And then I think what happens every single time and then crisis happens, right? It smacks you in the face. Life happens again. And those are the first things we drop. The things that help us know who we are, the things that help us figure out who we are, the things that keep us centered, balanced, and connected to ourselves and who we are, what we do, and how we serve. So what I would encourage you to do if you've been feeling stuck for a little bit, if you've been feeling out of sorts and out of, you know, just not like you, go back to something that's uniquely you. But do it with intention and do it with mindfulness.
Um, it's funny as I'm doing this show, um, I don't know, I think I've told people that I record in my closet because it just makes for way better audio, but I'm looking at a sweatshirt and as it hangs in my closet, um, so random, but anyway, looking at the sweatshirt and I'm just remembering how that, that sweatshirt feels like me, that it's, you know, what I wear when I get sick. It's what I wear when I get sad. It's, you know, there's so many sort of important moments that I associate with that sweatshirt. So I want you to think about what do you associate with you? What do you associate with coming home, figuring you out? What are those things? It might be an activity. It might be a ritual. It might be a food you like to eat, a movie you like to watch, music you like to listen to. But if you are feeling disconnected from you and totally lost and unsure and stuck, remind yourself of who you are. Get back to you. Don't worry about personal development. Don't worry about being positive and seeing life on the sunny side of the street. Don't worry about any of that. Just get back to you. Who are you? So that you can have that moment of, oh, there you are. There, oh, right, I I lost you for a second. There you are. And then when you reconnect, it's my hope, my belief, my bias, and my prayer that you might get a sense of what it is you're supposed to do next. Thanks for having this conversation with me. I really, I really enjoyed today's episode. So I certainly hope you did too. Um, I sometimes these shows get a little self indulgent, and I, I worry that there's no value for anybody other than me. But I, I really hope that you take a moment to get back to you. Thanks for chatting with me today. If you have a question about your life or business and you need my two cents on it, I would love to hear from you. You can always find me over at heather at choose to have it all.com. Thanks so much for today. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.